0: So we're doing biopics this week. Uh...
1: (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) The third time we've said that.
1: he mean. keeps trying to actually start the show, he's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> cut that out." And here is the real start. But we're not going to let him, are we? <laughs> we're
0: not. There is a there is a secret plot. <laughs> so we're doing yes. biopics this week. What biopics have you seen? Secretly.
2: Oh, none, probably. Uh... I think I've seen I've seen one bio, uh, biotic. <laughs> yep. I've seen one biopic, and um, it's one that people now don't like. Oh dear, um, and it's. Uh, it's Man on the Moon, the one where um, Jim Carrey went a bit cuckoo. Why don't people like puffs. that? Well, people don't like it because well, people like I, I assume maybe people like the film, but um, uh, people don't like the fact that Jim Carrey was a very nasty man in it. Oh,
1: oh, because of that documentary about it, yes, mm. yeah. Jim and Andy, what yeah, a fascinating it's like, watch that was. Let's not it talk was about great. that during the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, okay. I've seen that one, and I mm. probably have seen. Other ones, but none spring to mind. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think the last one I watched was... Oh, the last one I watched was Green Book, I guess. Oh, uh, does that count? Oh, no. so It's is a it true t- story, isn't it?
1: Well, is it? I don't know. It, been, I all I know a- about that film is the contention surrounding it and the people on my Twitter telling me not to watch it.
0: Yeah, it's a true story based around real events. Based around one person in particular. Yeah. I believe. That's what a biopic is I think the last one I enjoyed quite a lot was uh, First Man which
1: is about Neil Armstrong. how 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 far can we stretch this definition though is the sound of music a biopic or biopic?
2: Yes, yes it is, Dave. <laughs> um, <Okay>. like <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> See see but it, that's based on some true stories, it's based on a a real person, right? A person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well that's the thing by the nature of by the nature of storytelling we tend to cast a ma- a lead character mm. in mm. in any story based on truth they can't all be biopics uh, but no, but uh, I think basically
2: as far as life's a pitch co- is concerned, oh, that's, that's right. where we start. As far as as far as what we're pitching is concerned, we start at the fact that it's a, a person's life yeah. and then <laughs> and yes. then go out from there. Rather yes. than maybe the uh the other way around, which is like, oh that's Make a musical. I've got some ideas for songs. Um, <laughs> Who should now... we base it on? It
1: doesn't matter really. <laughs> Imagine Could if that's how they'd written the sound of music. Imagine <laughs> if they'd got all the songs assembled and then they were like, Who should we make this about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like that actually, from what I've seen of the sound of music. No no, hey. no, no the songs. <laughs> hey, I'll do The sound of music.
2: Well that's what actually happened with uh, Greatest Showman I think by the sounds of it I actually think Um... that might
1: be yeah So everyone should instead (laughs) watch Barnum starring Michael Crawford it's all on YouTube and it's great All right, (laughs) I'll go and watch that Is it heavily critical of him or is it sort of a Actually it's not Um, So you have to take that with a grain of salt It's just a good show it's a musical I went to The same production Mm. you can watch on video Uh, Except without, uh, except instead of him, it was the man whose name I can't recall. And it's good. It's like a circus going (laughs) on on stage, and it's amusing. It's just good. It's good. What a mysterious actor! He was right. He's the man who played (laughs) the original Rum Tum Tugger. I can tell you that much. Oh, what's his name? He used to be a. He was in hair, and he used to be a man that done songs, and people liked him. Uh, And and now he's bald. Well, that's very possible. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's his name? I think he might. Mu- you see, if you, <laughs> I typed in "hair actor" into Google, and it, <laughs> you, first off, it just seems to give you any anyone with hair. But then, <laughs> if you if you click it, other suggestions include the actor with the teeth, the actor with the lips, <laughs> the actor with the eyes. Who has Who
2: has been googling these things? Yeah. <laughs> According to this, Rum Tum
1: Tugger has been played by John Partridge and Jason Derulo. Well, John Partridge, he was the one on the video. He's very good. And he was also in the 1992 cast of Starlight Express. That's not who I'm referring to. Oh, it's on the tip of my... Right, I'm going to do this by just getting my CD from over there. Hang on. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. I've got cats over here somewhere. (laughs) Here it is. This is They're the all movie. over your apartment are you all thing? glad that we decided to go down the route Of me telling you about this <laughs> 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 Officially and not on the final podcast That the man I'm talking about Is Mr. Paul Nicholas Yay Ooh. He played and Barnum we know. And the Rum Tum Tugger And hey, we're already two facts into a biopic About his life <laughs> <laughs> uh, is-
0: I might be wrong about that I'm. I'm looking at these titles. and I don't think uh, we can fit him in. <laughs> and it, I don't think he, he falls into any of these. Then um, let's
1: cease all discussion of him forthwith. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So from Alex, not safe work. Keen. We've got Blobby. Uh-huh. In... <laughs> I am there
1: for this film. I would watch that instantly, especially if it was written and directed by the guy who does the worst Blobby Twitter account. Be <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> I haven't yeah, seen that one, but oh, I would end.
2: love this to be a rock and roll, um, you know, like a story of excess yes. and the media <laughs> yes. in the nineties, at uh, the height of the of what channel was Blobby on? Was he on? He was on, full, on the BBC. Right?
1: Shut up! He was on BBC. Noel's house party. Was
0: he? Yes.
1: yes! Right, but don't give me that as if, it's up, as if it's up for discussion. I am telling you factually <laughs> that he's from <laughs> Noel's house. <laughs> I Matt, know where he's from, I just did not know what I, I know don't all, know all about channel. Mr. Blobby, <laughs> and I will tell you all about Mr. Blobby. I bought the single Twice. <laughs> I okay, okay, okay. CD because you win Christmas number one, and B, <laughs> I wanted it in that sweet CD quality sound. So you know come what, here Dave, to, with a tone of voice as if there's some question about what channel Mr. <laughs> Bloody <Bunny> was from. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Matt. What? Sorry, Matt. You're, I you're want, a good egg. I don't know what. No, Dave. I'm casting you in this as <laughs> a oh, as yes, this please. sort of um, uh, Alex Jones-style like conspiracy <laughs> theorists like uh, investigator yeah. trying to figure out why Mr. Blobby fell from grace.
1: <laughs> hey, I, that is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I never figured oh no. It
0: out. I, I honestly thought you were going to go down the route of uh, conspiracy theorists trying to figure
1: out who's inside Mr. Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, like We know who was inside Mr. Blobby, and there is a great story, um, mm. which, do you know what? I'm not going to go into it here because I've only read it once and I don't recall it enough. But what I remember is that uh, at least one of the performers inside Mr. Blobby was a woman who was extremely hardcore in the sort of way that makes you go like oh cool when you read about it I'll have to see if what? I can pick that up uh, <laughs> H- hardcore how like I can't remember and now I'm concerned because like she yeah. had to go is this sort of, is this sort of Hollywood
2: hardcore hard where she had to go for like 12 16 hours without a drink of water because there's something in, in, like importantly needs to happen during an event or something is it that sort
1: of hardcore It's the sort of hardcore where you just hear about her and you go, oh, cool. And that's all I can remember. (laughs) I can't give you any more. I know that. I can't can't remember anything else. I just remember reading (laughs) it going, cool. (laughs) So Mr. Blobby, for
0: those who are unaware, um, you may have listened to us talk about him before. Mr. Blobby is a kid's TV personality from the 90s. A family TV
2: personality, I would say, given that Noel's house party was
1: on sort of evening time, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: Saturday evening kind of slot.
1: Okay, Um, you guys are guessing. I'm going to say who Mr Blobby actually is. Yes, (laughs) Noel's house party with a Saturday tea time magazine sort of show. I don't mean that. I'll say it again. Noel's house party was a Saturday evening uh, a light entertainment variety show presented by Mr. Noel Edmonds, known now for being all strange and doing opening boxes and stuff. And But then he was, <laughs> was really good at being entertaining on, in, on a Saturday evening. And there was a sketch in which celebrities were fooled into doing things and then it turned out to be a gotcha Oscar. So they were put through silly situations and then, it you know, somebody would take their costume off and it would be Noel Edmonds and the celebrity would go, oh no, I've got a gotcha Oscar. And the most successful one of this and the most memorable was this fake kids TV show, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby was designed to be the most revolting, grotesque, and unlikely children's television (laughs) character ever invented. Yes! So that the celebrity would be a a, a fool even for going along for just one moment with the concept that this could be a real (laughs) thing designed to entertain children. And after being put through various silly situations... Blobby would take off the head of the costume and it would be Noel Edmonds and that would be the punchline. However, this was so successful and they d- they did five of these but once they've you know they'd already they got them in the bag those were pre-filmed. Once they've played and it's that famous now it's like as as big yeah. a piece of UK pop culture it as was the show itself. Event- it was event television. Yeah, uh, then they I could remember. never do it again because it mm. wouldn't fool anyone. So, but, yeah. but the character was so popular that they just kept him on. And ironically, he genuinely became a very popular children's television character. Yeah. And to the point where I think Noel Edmonds came to resent his resounding success. That, but it was so <laughs> successful that there were two theme parks opened two yep. two theme parks Ooh, open. Two, in the two separate of theme parks one of which almost bankrupted an entire county <laughs> <of> <laughs> True story, both of which now, and I visited one of them. Both of which now lie in ruins and are popular destinations for the sort of people who poke around in dead theme parks. And that is who Mr Blobby is. <laughs> I, I remember going to Blobby Land, It's it's near really? Somerset, isn't it? I think I, ca- I can't remember.
0: I, yeah, I think so. See,
2: the thing is, Dave, you seem incredulous at the fact that we 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 we're not we're not we don't have a repository of information. No, with Mr. Blobby. I know
1: where we're going he with was, this. It's because you're very was, young and I'm we very old. Were, we
2: were at the level of like we knew exactly who. Mr. Blobby was. I ha- also had the single on CD. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But I didn't really understand the context with which <laughs> Mr. Blobby was supposed to be interesting to me. It, so, so I was in the latter half. I was yeah, in that yeah. part of people who's who just found Mr. Blobby an engaging children's character. Yeah. <laughs>
0: same and now i know now i know that mr blobby was just a joke and yeah. this couldn't possibly yeah. be a, <laughs> any form of children's entertainment because it's just too revolting too ridiculous i mean the man is Pink with yellow spots and has one eye that looks off in one direction. <laughs>
2: and he <then laughs> spins and speaks, around. And speaks like <laughs> like in in, in a multi like tonal
1: sc- like scream. <laughs> like a horrible <laughs> modulated scream of That's a voice right. and and in fact if I'm being cast as the detective who finds out uh, at what point Blobby fell from grace I already know I can re- I'll do the screenplay for this because I know exactly when it was it was the <laughs> moment when towards the latter half of his career they changed his voice from being the voice of the guy going Blobby 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 plus a deeper tone of that same voice at the yeah. same time so it was like Blobby 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 to someone going Blobby 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 and a high Pitched scream version of that voice going, bla, 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 bla. <laughs> yes. that the moment at which it all fell apart. It was absolutely dreadful. And now, you may want to cut this out of the podcast, because, well, you may want to cut all of this out of the podcast, but um, <laughs> I've found the tweets, and, and this is what I was referring to. This okay. Is, this is by at DJ Stewart Who, as in Doctor Who, who says, In the 90s, I used to party with a girl whose job was to be inside the costume of Mr. Blobby when the character was a feature on Noel's house party. She was a hardcore, rave-loving S&M lesbian. We used to do frayed <laughs> FF kitty lips and pumping curls together. She performed in a sex show at Fist that left me in tears. tears. <laughs> Until I found her in the dressing room afterwards, hooting with laughter and drinking champagne, I thought it had gone too far. And there you go. Oh, the true story God. of Mr. Blobby. Shall we incorporate that into the biopic? How, how but dare you suggest what Mr. Blobby does as a sort of an evening job?
0: <laughs> how dare you suggest we cut that out of the podcast? <laughs> wow. That is
2: hardcore, Dave, you know. Right? <laughs> you yeah. see what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Was... I was right
0: in my description, wasn't I? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking for was. this. I'm thinking for this, we we (laughs) act as though Mister Blobby is a person
1: Mm -hmm. in themselves,
0: (laughs) yes, and they do all of that as well, and that's sort of on the
1: on the sort of like highs of of Blobbydom. But I'm thinking now, um, one of the things about Mister Blobby that, other than the name Mister, he has no outward sort of signifiers of sex or gender. I I see no reason why Mister Blobby cannot have in fact been an S&M lesbian, um, mm. all along. I mean, in fact, if... Uh, I mean, now, listen, this is very prescriptive of me, and, and normally I wouldn't do this, but in the 90s, when you designed a cartoon character, one of the signifiers for making it a female character was to give it big eyelashes, which Blobby absolutely has. Mm. Yeah.
2: It's... And, and the, the, the you know, the the colour signifier pink and yellow.
1: Oh, my yeah. gosh, why didn't I think of that? So what we have here is a... um Oh now what's the a, a what we have here is a Mulan style character. This is someone who um can could you know couldn't find the uh, the life that they wanted uh as a woman and so sort of worked as a man. Kind um, of like a, a drag king sort of scenario. Well, possibly, although that yes, I guess so, although part of a drag act is the acknowledgement of what's happening. This is someone who's going undercover. Uh, blobby went by mr blobby um mm. i I, st- I do you hear my voice faltering there as i realize the implications there of the phrase undercover i am in this particular case speaking of someone <laughs> who like i'm thinking of george <laughs> what was the author's name who wrote um oh silas george Marner. Elliot. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Did george Eliot writes silas Marner. i feel like that's yeah, what yeah. i found out about george elliott yeah who was a woman, but worked under a a male pseudonym in order to essentially get the work in a a patriarchal society. And I think that's Mm. what has happened here with Blobby. So we open with Mm.
0: a young Noel Edmonds at school and a young Blobby... At school. <laughs> oh, so they right? So they went to school together. Yeah, they're old. They're old rivals. <laughs> but, no, 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 no. But, but they, they are best
1: friends at school mm. because something. Yeah, because like, we need no, to have it. We need to have them fall out later on in their career. Y-
0: yes. Yeah. And and Bobby is talking about getting like uh, as school goes on. Bobby talking about wait, getting wait, a wait, career Tom, Tom, in Tom.
1: TV. Tom, sorry, I've just got to punch this up a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm stepping in as an executive here. I've got a note. Never mind went to the same school. These these people, this is brother and sister. They were <laughs> separated. <laughs> <laughs> they don't yes. actually know that they are maybe uh, brother and sister, but we do. The audience knows because there's a tragic story at the beginning of like the mother having to give away... Blobby, um,
2: <laughs> and- I can't <laughs> look after the, I can't look after this pink and yellow
1: spotted creature. Blobby,
0: <laughs> blobby, and- and so I think that they they grow they grow to be best friends. And Blobby's talking yep. about getting a, 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 much like Rocket Raccoon or Scooby Doo. Noel Edmonds is the only person in the world who
1: understands what Blobby's saying. <laughs> yes, and, and 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 you know no one else suspects why that might be. <laughs> yeah. But it's because yeah, yeah. they are related by blood. But also, <laughs> um, I think there should be this story going on in the background of these early scenes, which is like you know, get like someone who does proper gritty dramas, you know, get the boys from the black stuff people in and mm. have the story of like uh, Noel's mum, who, you know, living in, uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, Brentwood Essex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's where he attended school. That's where the school is. is yeah. uh, set. But yeah. um, his mum is like, you know, having to try and she's concerned that the two of them are, are becoming best friends because they were supposed like she didn't want Blobby anywhere in her life anymore and hey mm. listen imagine where this could go imagine, what if romance sparked between them gotta, <laughs> we have gotta we've gotta discourage that but you can't just yeah. say to your child like don't be friends with this stay person, away from no them re- yeah. I, yeah And but she does and therein lies the drama because everyone thinks it's a racial thing <laughs> 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 Everyone thinks
2: that, that she that Noel's mum just hates Blobby for being pink and yellow.
0: Yeah. And and that's how it's framed at the beginning of the film. So Blobby's yeah. got aspirations <laughs> to be a TV presenter. Yeah. Good right. Luck. And uh and over the course of the time, Noel Edmonds doesn't have any dreams.
1: So he and again, just and again, steals whenever, that. Whenever anyone says to Blobby, like you, you may you might need to think of a different uh career. <laughs> It's again, it's framed as like a racial thing, but actually, it's just because all she can do is go blobby, blobby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like, got- I, I, but, but the thing is, right? Blobby's grown up watching silent, like, slapstick comedy stuff. Oh, right? yeah. So, so they, that's what they're aspiring to be because they're like, I yes. don't need to be able because to speak,
1: I don't need a voice. Her foster family. Um, couldn't communicate at all because they didn't realise that that Blobby can understand human speech. Yeah. Uh, Was that racist? I meant the the English language. I'm sorry. I don't want to make this a racial (laughs) thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we've established that Blobby is a human and there are racial aspects to this story. Who would have thought thought the fucking
0: minefield of pitching a film about. That's what we need
1: this to do. This this needs to feel like a Schindler's List or something. This needs to feel like.
0: (laughs) Everything's in black and white except Mr. (laughs) Blobby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how the world was. (laughs) <laughs> and, and
2: and not only is everything in uh, black and white, and uh, apart from Mister Blobby, but only when they become, when Bob Blobby becomes Mister Blobby. Yes. Right. When things, when 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 they get into costume, which is oh, put on a the, b- the bow tie, <laughs> put, <laughs> put, put on the ge- the male gender signifier
1: of a bow tie. Yeah. It's, the world oh, goes into oh, taina oh, oh. And in that scene, and in that scene, because <laughs> because this is extremely like nineteen. These like like cartoon male and female signifiers. Blobby just takes the bow off her head and puts it there, and that's this guy. And like and everyone she previously knew is like, oh, who's this? Hello? <laughs> completely different person. So hold on hang on we've i'm afraid we've we've like interrupted (laughs) each other away from two separate things so tom already said that noel steals blobby's dream we're gonna go with that and what i was saying was that blobby has been raised by these parents who can't understand her or or don't understand that she can Mm. so she's essentially lived alone like locked in an attic with just this old, like, reel-to-reel, like, camera projector that had slapstick black-and-white films in. So yeah. Bobby kind of never learned the, the significance of speech in wider hmm. society. I mean, why would you? If you had all these great slapstick films, and you'd be like, the, yeah. people adored these and in fact, these Oh, and in fact, on the, de- on the day of her birth she's born and like the doctors go ah and they're trying to explain like what it is they're looking at and all they can come up with is like blobby 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 and then anyone who sees or holds or encounters the baby goes like blobby blobby because you know she's really blobby and so that's that's the only word she knows like way up in like through her life and it's only from noel that that she starts to kind of Learn to interact with other people. I don't know why. Does Noel, like, maybe Noel has the adjacent house and, like, sneaks, like, there's a little passage th- between their attics or something, so he gets to meet her that way. Yeah,
2: the, 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 the kind of uh, Carissa explains it all. Cl- yeah. The Clarissa explains it all uh, ladder to the window
1: style yeah. Uh, mm. scenario. Yeah. Yeah, well, but they have to meet somehow. So maybe one day there was just the ladder to a window, and Noel's like, eh, "I'll go up that."
2: <laughs> yeah, no, because because Blobby's been messing around with ladders and buckets of glitter.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Noel's got this Saturday evening daytime. Well, Saturday evening slot on BBC. Noel's well, house pie. Are we still at?
1: Are we still at oh, yeah, at we,
0: we, we jumping forward, or are we? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I, it's an honourable mention. We can. <laughs> we've, we've shot past all this. Right. And
1: so you. So you're shooting past his radio. I'm just getting. Years. I'm just you're getting to past, the crooks. We're sailing over swap shop. We're sailing yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. You know, Saturday, uh, the late, late, late breakfast show. All of that. We can yeah, do a, yeah.
2: we can do a kind of um uh, what was his name uh, Tim Apple um you know that uh that 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 man the one about his life um where it cuts between before various mm. bits before his his speeches and stuff we can jump around Bobby's life yeah, yeah. is that the first sort of-
1: direct quote from Donald Trump that we've had on this podcast <laughs> what to apple yeah <laughs> and so,
0: what <Well>, <laughs> husband to Fiona, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Someone at the executive level of Noel's house party is suggesting ideas for for Noel's sketches that he does, yeah. and one of them is we get someone to do a terrible idea for a kids' TV show. No, and no, play
1: no, no, it. no, no, no. One, no. The the gig is for like um an, a, like a beautiful aspiring actress and Noel's like (laughs) I know someone I'm gonna he's gonna give a chance to his old friend yeah yeah and then it's our it's been our misunderstanding all along that it was supposed to be this (laughs) hideous creature well that's the thing
0: she gets so much Praise, but it's it's misguided because everyone's laughing at how ridiculous the situation is, yeah. and she thinks it's like, oh, people are l- liking my talents, people are liking uh, liking me for who I am, and it's it's not. It's we're just uh, we're just laughing at the, uh, at the at this pink and yellow person in a suit, essentially that that is on on screen, and. And I think that she rides the high up until a point where Noel Edmonds is, is surpassed by Mr. Blobby. And Noel Edmonds tries to push
1: her down a bit, like says, you know, they're all laughing at you, right? Oh, oh, and I've forgotten an important part. Of course, this part is supposed to be a male part, isn't it? And so, Yeah, exactly, yeah. So Noel I, I was, was just... Yeah. I was thinking that, like, um,
2: you know, she'd come out... Do a, do a bit of, of, of slapstick and stuff, and everyone will be like, "What's going on? This is supposed to be a, the, the, the the sexy lady bit." <laughs> uh, and then she goes off, puts on the puts on the uh, bow tie, and mm. then it's like,
1: <laughs> "Here How I does am." That resolve the sexy lady bit problem.
2: I mean, it doesn't. They just think it's a different bit. They're right. just like, "Oh, it's a man's doing it. It's f- it's funny that now It's always a, oh, it's I a see. respectable so like comedian." Initially-
1: Oh yeah. man! So it was about. So this moment is about like the way society won't employ a, a female comedian unless she looks a certain way. But exactly. as a man, that so it is actually like a commentary on on, on like yeah politics, women in comedy, comedy. right yeah. yeah oh this is good. <laughs> it's
2: it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna get an Oscar this one. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, sure. Uh, we're gotcha. we're
0: sort of overlapping into Oscar bait territory. Which is what I, I figured it would happen gotcha in biopics,
2: and and to be honest, <laughs> this will this will only get funded this this movie if we can elect the Knowles House Party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: well, they have powerful donors, so it might work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how, how does it end? Does it end with Noel and Blobby sort of shaking hands after a big fallout? No. no. It all
2: ends on the biggest television event that Noel's house party ever did, which mm. was the scratch and sniff episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> they did a I real one of very those. Team-y.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <coughs>
0: wow!
2: And there's a uh, big bust up. Yes,
0: <laughs> I think I may have spoken to, on about this about on the podcast, uh, uh-huh. but on Noel's house party, there was a bit where it cut to someone's living room, yes, and then they all TV. looked surprised. Yeah, they all like surprised when they were on the TV. But in order
1: to do that, yeah, they would have <laughs> had to have set cameras up yep. for live broadcast. That's right. Well. I mean, Tom. Yeah. Let's not be silly here. There was only one person being surprised in the room, and it was his <laughs> his loved ones that did the setting up. That was that that was that was the premise of the bit, Tom. That was what ah, it was. fair enough. I thought yeah. the whole family was in on it. No, they are. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no, they yeah. are. Except, so like, if it's the dad, everyone else mm. knows about it. Yeah, mm. because exactly. All oh, right. And it, and did you notice it usually was the dad? And that was because, again, in those days, we had. Stricter gender divides, and there was probably more dads going out to work than mums. I don't know. A little, but <laughs> that's one more person that's surprised than in, in, in gogglebox, where
2: they're not even in their own homes. So Are they not? Uh, no, I suspect. Really, you know, even when yeah.
1: they appear to match their personalities quite well. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm that is sad. that's an illusion. I didn't care about completely. Shattered. Also, also, they
2: don't show them the entire show. They show them the clips that we see, and a producer says, and you might notice that oh. Richard has a bruise on his forehead, um, because ex- And then explains what happened in the show, so that they can talk about the thing that the producer said, which is just, it, it ruined the show for me. And now I've ruined it for you, listeners.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: All right, so uh, that was Blobby.
1: Thanks, oh, Alex. Um, not safe Keen for that one. Last thing, uh, though, yeah. of course, is we haven't talked about casting. Um I'm <laughs> obviously leaning towards Scarlett Johansson for Blobby, but I don't know hmm. any better ideas. Uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson. Okay, so, so what, what about Noel then? Uh, um, Noel. Oh,
2: oh who's who, the, the guy who played uh, Malfoy? Oh, yes, <laughs> Tom, Tom Felton. Felton. Tom Felton. Tom yeah. Felton. Yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be uh, uh, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> Tom Felton and Scarlett Johansson. Imagine just imagine in, in Tom blobby. Felton in one of those flowery, flowery shirts uh
0: and and you're you're there. Yeah. And a and a and a weird goatee beard. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I Done I'd, I'd, I'd I'd really like to see Tom Felton as Noel Edmonds in like a nineties <laughs> flashback movie now.
2: Why and, um, Tom, you've seen it.
0: Why isn't Tom
2: Felton Noel Edmonds in uh, Captain Captain <laughs> Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel? <laughs>
0: because it's set in america unfortunately if captain marvel was uh, set in
1: england there would be so many <laughs> references to noel's house party and i'm thinking michael sheen as tony blackburn it's a good yeah. shout yeah it's yeah. probably about right all um, right yeah so we spent
0: 28 minutes on that one <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all the deleted scenes. Uh, yeah. Right, that's let's, a very let's...
2: good. That's a very good full podcast for the deleted <laughs> scenes. There.
0: Um, let's speed through these.
2: next that. ones. Let's just make that a, a separate podcast.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, podcast. That's, epi- that's episode one, is it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> with the three of
0: <laughs> Every week we pitch a new Mister Blobby-based movie. Listen, <laughs> I'm here for this. <laughs> I
2: will do a
0: Mr. Blobby podcast.
2: Honestly, his- an, uh, an alternate history podcast would be great. Yeah. Um, mm. Dave, I do think, and I would be down for doing this, yeah. it would be good to do an Alex Jones-style alternate history conspiracy theory uh, thing where we talk about, where we tried to figure out what happened to Mr. Blobby.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mandela effect it. <laughs> uh, the, the blobby effect. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Mr. Blobby dying in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I what? Dying in that.
2: Is it because he betrayed <laughs> House pie? Is it Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he like they 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 came into power <laughs> and uh, there was a coup.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mr. Blobby dying in prison in the eighties. <laughs>
2: to patreon.com forward slash life's a Pitch podcast where you can give us some money each and every month um that can help the make the podcast better and uh help us continue to do awesome stuff you get oh, it makes the podcast
1: it makes the podcast so much better they actually gave me a sneak peek of what's inside the box that only unlocks at certain like levels of money coming in and oh, oh, oh <laughs> I have you seen uh I, I, I like opened it and like a golden light glowed onto my face but you don't know what, what it was I mean
2: yeah I mean have you seen Mr. Blobby because <laughs> yeah. that's who's in the box
1: but they haven't got enough Patreon money for that to open yeah, the box no. for anyone else other <laughs> than me so it's very expensive it
2: box to open
1: yeah, just the key alone. Like, they, they spent all their savings just showing me what's in there, and then we had to lock it up again, and that's yeah. that was a waste. Of, I don't know why they did that, to be honest. They couldn't yeah. just open it. It, was, no. it.
2: it was by way of thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
2: it's, it's instead of your fees... Here's a look into the void. <laughs> instead of your fees. There now you. stare into Mr. Blobby's face. <laughs> So, um, thank you everyone who is helping out with the, uh, with the
1: box imagine, imagine, imagine if you did. Imagine if like, you had your guest around and then you were like, OK, thanks for coming. Now look in here. And you open a box and you've got like the head of Mr. Blobby in a box. <laughs> and you just make them stare at it and then lock it up again and put it under the bed and then they go.
0: Hello. Just want to say thank you for listening to the Life of Pitch deleted scenes.